Sean Aaron Skerritt, the Senior Program Advisor with the Australian Maritime Safety Authority in the Torres Strait. Can you tell us what happened last night? Yeah, so last night we had um, a search and rescue operation um, at about 10 o'clock. Uh, information was received by way of a triple zero call that uh, a vessel was in distress and the person identified themselves and said they were from Sigabaduru village which is a small village opposite um, Saibai Island in the Torres Strait and that they were in distress. Um, so a number of inquiries were launched as a result of that triple zero call. Uh, we being on the police vessel anchored off Saibai Island at the time undertook a localised search just in case we were able to pick up a signal, a flare or a torch or that sort of thing, some sort of indication from the vessel in distress and we could have um, uh, rendered assistance appropriately. Um, Authorities were able to, through people on Saibai Island, communicate with people in Sigabaduru village and it was ascertained that um, the person that we believe we were looking for was actually safe and well at Sigabaduru village. Um, so we, we started to stand the search and rescue operation down. However, unbeknownst to uh, all and sundry, there were two people of the same name. So, and, and in fact that the, the elder uh, without mentioning names, the elder um, person that was believed to be missing was in fact unaccounted for. So um, fortuitously at the time we commenced the first search and rescue operation I believe it was uh, one of the border force helicopters was undertaking a routine patrol so they were able to assist to the west of Saibai Island uh, finding nothing and they had to depart because they were then off task. Um, the Queensland Police Service tasked uh, Rescue 700, another helicopter that provides search and rescue assistance in the Torres Strait. Police Special Andrew and Rescue 700. Yeah, right on our spotlight now at a distance of about uh, 1.25 nautical miles, please. Roger, uh, we're just setting up to uh, turn onto that light now and then we'll, uh, we'll let you know what we can find. Rescue 700, um, stand by one moment please. 700, stand by. Yeah, Rescue 700. Rescue 700. Yeah, if you can just do one more pass in the direction of our spotlight now, um, and then uh, I'll update you with some information that's just come to hand. Uh, Rescue 700, one last pass and then uh, more information. Yeah, rescue 700, we've got that target directly in front of us now in the direction of the spotlight at a distance of 1.3 nautical miles. Yeah. Right, so we're going to uh, fly over that position and um, we'll mark it as a reference and we'll, uh, we'll continue off that point through uh, all searches. Yeah, at this stage it uh, appears this may be fruitless. We've re received some information that uh, the second person by that name has been located uh, back at his village. Uh, so at this stage we've been stood down and asked to pass on to you to stand down as well, so uh, thank you very much for your assistance. Uh, Rescue 700, great outcome, uh, thanks for letting us know. We'll, uh, we're going to climb up and uh, depart the area, have a good night. Thanks very much.
Many thanks. See you on the next one. Uh, Police vessel Handon returning to Channel 16. The elder um, person that we were looking for was also safe and well. So a really good outcome. Uh, no one was in trouble. Some further inquiries will, will be made in, in respect of the, the fact that a triple zero call was made and, and just try and get a bit of understanding of whether they were in distress and they, they sorted themselves out or whether it was a hoax. So we'll make some further inquiries in that regard. Is, is that common that there's hoax calls up here? It isn't common, mate, no. Uh, we do get the odd one now and again. Uh, I, I believe we had one quite recently, so not sure if that's linked. Um, certainly warrants some further investigation. And it comes back to why we're up here for this program, why they don't have safety equipment on there such as flares or lights or anything to attract attention if they are in trouble. Don, as you saw last night, mate, um, we were all anticipating that they wouldn't have had too much on board and you saw the type of searching we were doing. Um, with nothing on board, they weren't able to assist us. So they weren't able to, as I said, we didn't. it wasn't the case that there was someone there to find, but had there been, with, with no safety equipment available to them, they're not able to assist in the process of being rescued in that they can't signal to us or make some indication of where they are. Um, further, further attempts were made on the phone call, in the phone number in question, but uh, it had been turned off um, after the initial calls were made. So, yeah, therein lies the problem with with no access to safety equipment. It makes search and rescue, particularly for folks um, from the western province of Papua New Guinea, really hard. Yeah. Uh, from a maritime safety point of view as well, a lot of these boats don't have just lights on them to indicate that they're in the water at night time as well. No, that's right mate, yeah. Um, the PNG government are actually rolling out their small craft safety act at the moment, so um, yeah, we're seeing a lot of good movement in, um, in improving maritime safety uh, amongst the PNG treaty villages in that regard. But again, you've still got to have things like um, the means to signal, whether, it, whether it's navigation lights or a torch or a flare and obviously uh, in Australia the use of EPIRBs is, is tantamount to um, people assisting themselves when they do get into trouble in alerting authorities but um, we're dealing with a, a region of Papua New Guinea where these types of resources are extremely limited and very costly. And, and finally if the police boat wasn't in the vicinity and it was say back at Thursday Island and this, there was a real call for assistance what is the procedure then? Yeah, look, uh, the, the first phase of, of search and rescue is what they call a communication search. So it's, it's, an, it's intelligence gathering, and that's, that's what certainly occurred last night. Um, had the boat been in TI, um, as the matter, the search and rescue operation sort of progressed, there's, there's every chance that the, the crew would have been tasked and start, start tracking up here. As I said, uh, that we had some helo support in the very, very first instance, and, and uh, they're equipped with some wonderful gadgetry, um, but they can only do the search necessarily. Uh, not in all cases, and some are winning capable but um, they're, they're principally the search assets you still need the rescue asset and uh, as I said if they had it had it been back at TI there's every chance the the police vessel Handron would have been tasked to start tracking up this way really quick